Hi everybody, welcome to Tales from the Truffle Farm podcast. Although we are not actually at the Truffle Farm at the moment, we are in uh, Switzerland in our little flat. Um, And we thought we would have a go at our very first suck it and see cooking experience uh, on the podcast. So because we're in Switzerland, we thought we'd start with some uh, Valaisian specialities. So we're gonna do collar a pie. Now, you might think, ugh, that sounds gross. Um, but in fact, it's delicious. So it's called cholera pie because in the, in the Valais in 1830, there was a huge cholera outbreak and people tried not to leave their homes too much. So they cooked what they had in their larders and in their gardens. So it's a really versatile recipe this. You could pretty much throw most things in, but in the Swiss way, most things uh, are made with cheese or potatoes and pastry. So that's the basics. And then you can throw in leeks. Uh, and in this particular recipe that I was going to follow, uh, you put in apples, but my husband just cannot tolerate hot fruit. So I'm gonna leave those out uh, and we'll just have a go and see what it's like. Right, so first things first, you need to get some water on the boil for some potatoes. Now I have got um, about a 23 centimetre pie dish, uh, fairly deep. I'm not really gonna give you any specific measurements on this. It's more of a, it's more of a quiz. Test your own knowledge. <laughs> so there's about, I put about uh, seven medium-sized potatoes on to boil whole, which is controversial, maybe, but I feel uh, it's better to let them cool and slice them uh, so that you can throw in, you know, some kind of parboiled thick slices of spud. This is a hearty dish, you know, from the valet, so you can't be feeble. All right, whilst your spuds are cooking, parboiling, Slice an onion. Uh, You can do this as thick or thin as you like. I mean, just pretend you've been on the mountain all day and you want to come back and eat something that's going to, uh, you know, get you through a cold winter's night if that's all you can rely on. Which, let's face it, frankly, sometimes that's all you can rely on. Okay, next step, whilst your potatoes are cooling, fry off your onions. I've made a mistake, so busy focusing on uh, doing this podcast. I think you're supposed to put them into rings. I've chopped them, but I don't think anyone's going to die. So, you know, it's okay. So yes, uh, as I said earlier on, there's no specifics to this recipe. It's more of a quiz of your knowledge and mine. I did slice those onions, not into rings, but I just chopped them. So you're supposed to slice them, Never mind. Anyway, next thing, as they are uh, softening in some oil or butter, whichever you like, doesn't really matter. Remember, there's no hard and fast rules to this recipe. People made it so they didn't die. So here we are. So 
go with fighting leeks now, ready to go in with the onions. That lovely sound. I don't have my contact lenses in. Uh, so my eyes are watering a little bit. So lovely sounds going on over here. The uh, leeks and the onions are softening nicely in a pan with butter. Uh, I, you can hear that, took the liberty earlier on of blind baking the bottom of the pastry case. Uh, now, I did listen to a BBC Good Food podcast the other day with the lovely Tom Kerridge, who is from my neck of the woods, so I adore him. He said not to blind bake something for 15 minutes quickly, but for do it to do it on a higher temperature for longer. So I've done that. Now, Tom, Tom, I used shop-bought puff pastry. No, I know, but I mean, who the hell's got time to make puff pastry? And it's all it's puffed up much more than I, uh, I thought it was going to. So anyway, uh, was that right, Tom? That's all I want to know. Obviously, I meant bake it on a lower temperature for longer. And uh, talking of lovely sounds in the kitchen. Lovely. Listen to that. Get a glass of fizz. I don't feel it's really civilised to cook without one. So I'm going to cut my spuds in a minute whilst I'm doing that. Hey, Mish. Yeah? Uh, would you mind grating that cheese, please? Yep. Sure. Always handy to have a small boy in the kitchen as a minion. Do your kitchen portrait. Don't worry, he gets paid very well for this. <laughs> okay, so I said earlier on, uh, I'm not going to add any apple because my husband has got such a strong aversion to hot fruit. But um, I am adding a little bit of pancetta fumicata, uh, which I brought back from Italy uh, in lieu of bacon. Same thing, really. I just prefer the Italian version. Um, and I have just layered uh, the kind of half-baked, uh, or blind-baked, that's the word I was looking for, the blind-baked um, pastry case with some of the waxy potatoes. I wish you could see it. It looks lovely. So golden waxy potatoes, uh, some beautiful semi-translucent onions and leeks, the palest, palest green, um, all scattered with some lovely Swiss cheese. Um, I don't know which one it was, actually. I didn't even read the packet, and now we've thrown it away. Um, so, yeah, looks amazing. So we're going to wait for the pancetta to crisp up a little bit, scatter that on the top, maybe add another layer, and then top again with pastry. So that's the last layer done. Uh, another layer of pancetta and onions and leeks and another layer of potatoes and um, raclette. Uh, and then I've uh, covered it all in a snug little blanket of puff pastry. Um, I am just about to, I don't know if you can hear this, do a little egg wash. You might not be able to hear that, but that's me doing an egg wash. Gosh, the power of radio. Amazing. Uh, and I'm going to pop it in now on probably, I don't know, 180, 190. I'll see how it goes. You know, that's when we have windows and ovens, isn't it? So we can see how things are going. And adjust accordingly, like everything in life. Don't be too rigid with these things. Uh, yeah, so I'll pop it in. Need a hole. Just making a hole. Steam. Done that. 
uh, yeah, I'll pop it in, let you know. Um, in case you're thinking I'm being a little bit slapdash, uh, you're right. Uh, I only really cook um, by instinct and feel. I'm not really a recipe follower, which is why I'm a terrible, terrible baker. Also, uh, here we are in our snug little flat at Costabella, uh, home of the Truffle Farm. We only really have a wood-burning oven, uh, uh, so it is very hit and miss whether you get the right temperature, so it's best not to stress about it and really do rely on your instinct. So, yeah, if you need extra recipes or indeed a recipe of any description for this dish, um, you can hit me up on Pinterest or my Instagram feed, Naked Todd Toofy, and I will endeavour to be more detailed and less slapdash. <laughs> Although I can't make any rash promises. So, roughly half an hour later, I don't know really how long, because I took the dogs out for a walk. I've come back, one of the children has taken it out, so I'm assuming between 30 and 40 minutes. Um, there we are, listen to that. It looks amazing. If only I could show you. Well, I can if you look on the Naked Tartuffi. It's um, it's rather lovely. I'm just gonna find a knife and cut it. Listen to this. One. Ooh, listen to that puff. Marvellous. I'll serve it up and we'll give you a verdict. So what's the verdict, everybody? Amazing. Mm. Like it? Yeah. I really like it. <laughs> like it? Yeah. Because we've not had cholera? <laughs> but now we have had cholera. Maybe we'll try it again. So people, uh, that was a resounding success. So you don't have to have some life-threatening disease to eat this pie. Just enjoy some Swiss cuisine. And you can get the recipe from Naked Tartuffi. Bye.